Hello, everyone, and welcome to the One Take Podcast, where everything in one take because we're a bunch of beauties. I'm your host, Mitty, and the only person with me today is my co-host, Beryl. Uh, yeah. Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, FUD dipped to Banff and Baghead dipped because he had a big dart match tonight. So well, we don't really need FUD. He, uh, there's no gambling left. Yeah, true. He can't gamble on hockey to save his skin. So I guess, yeah, he's... Uh... I couldn't really gamble on football either. <laughs> he tried his best. That's what matters. Who's, but, who's worse, him or Matt? Um, I'd say Fudd's a worse better, but Matt's more of a degenerate gambler than Fudd is. Matt's just a scumbag in general. <laughs> Corrupt commissioner. Corrupt commissioner and just scumbag in general. Brutal. But yeah, it looks like it's just the main co-host today. No guests either. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Two of us. Well, big Super Bowl game. Rams. I picked the Rams to come on top. Only one. I don't know. I just had a feeling about the Rams. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, this is my first time uh, picking the Bengals. I just kind of felt like the vibe they were on was strong, but uh, it was, it, it was, but I don't. Uh, it's not like I wasn't wasn't uh, ready to see a Rams Super Bowl win. It's unfortunate though that fake ass franchise. It's kind of a tough loss for the Bengals because they were control that game and literally until the last minute. Yeah, and they just kind of fell apart. Couple, couple questionable flags, although questionable calls on both yeah, sides. Yeah, the, the T. Higgins one was pretty questionable. That one was pretty. Yeah, that one well, was apparently pretty the NFL refs came out and said it wasn't actually a face mask. How how did they? They said that? because he didn't like jar, like he didn't, like he just accidentally. It should have been um, like illegal hands to the face, is what they said. It wouldn't have been a face mask if it would have been called, but that makes sense. I it mean, never got called anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Offensive face mask and stuff like that rarely gets called, anyways. If you're on the offensive no. side of the ball, they, they don't even really look for it. I don't feel like. No. But I think uh, I don't know. Where would you rank that game-winning drive on Super Bowl game-winning drives? Out of all the ones I've seen, who? Okay, what was the best one of all time? Um. I'd probably go. I'd probably go either. I'd go big. Big Ben against the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals was a good drive. Or the Eli. Either one of Eli's. Yeah, Eli had, had two. two yeah, he had two of them. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've what else I've seen. Uh, would have been would have been the Seahawks, but uh, they choked the one. Actually, probably the best game winning drive I've ever seen was in the AFC Championship game in 2019 when Brady took one in overtime. Oh yeah, he, he converted like I think four third downs. Yeah, and they were all fourth and ten. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They were ready to. Third and ten, they were ready to hand off um, Brady's mantle to Mahomes. Then he said, "Not so fast." I still remember that pretty clearly. Yeah, because that was Mahomes' rookie year, wasn't it? Uh, his first year as a starter. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So long ago. Now I got to deal with Mahomes, but yeah, a sick game. Um, obviously, like big debate came out after the game. Richard Sherman making some noise. Do you think Stafford's going to the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, I feel like I, I think he has to. I, like, I, I feel like his number at the end of his career, he, he might be like top five in passing yards, depending yeah. on how long he plays. Like, well, how old is he? 34? 34. So yeah, he's probably got five. I'd say five. Yeah, it all the I mean, it's really up to if he could stay healthy, if he even wants to do it anymore, if, he, if there's money in it for him. But, um, I feel like if he retired today, maybe not, but no, in five I, years, probably he'll be good enough. I don't know why, I don't know why Sherman was. Make it making such a big deal about. Yeah, it. I don't know because like I I I've highly like I think Philip Rivers is going to get into the Hall of Fame and Philip Rivers you could argue has pretty much had the same a lesser career than yeah Matthew Stafford yeah I don't Rivers. think Rivers ever won the MVP yet Rivers never won MVP Rivers never won MVP I don't think he was or, ever even an All Pro yeah like maybe a second team once or twice yeah Next. he was just I don't know he was like the epitome of consistency. He was con- he was consistent, yeah. Before, except towards the end of his career. Yeah, well, I mean, he's what? What was he like? Forty in his last year? That was tough to watch, but especially I mean, after having nine kids. <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't have a lot of sack juice left. Yeah, but we'll get into, well. We're actually going to get into Rivers' former team, but the biggest news is obviously Eli Apple getting just torched on Twitter by fans, players. Like, do you think he deserves all of that after the shit talking he did? Uh deserves it no i mean well i mean the guy the guys had he got enough toasted, to deal with he got fucking toasted on that last play oh well i mean i'm happy he is getting roasted on the internet i don't like that guy i never did um you like him for whatever reason but i, I think he's fine i, I mean, thought it was, I thought it was, it was funny it was pretty funny it was, the, the I, shit he was okay, saying I didn't think New he was Orleans. funny i thought he was just being ridiculous i was like okay this guy's not good but like the thing i say is like with jalen ramsey or with like richard sherman is like 
they can talk as much shit as they want because they were literally the best players at their positions when they were at their best. No, yeah, they can they can talk all the shit and they want. Jalen Ramsey, I mean, it's always been a part of Jalen Ramsey's game, though. Yeah, but like he can back it up. I don't know. Has he ever gone to social media to say? I've never heard Jalen Ramsey. Not really. He's just a guy on the field, and like that, he had that GQ interview, and in the media. Oh, I remember when he pissed off all the white hockey fans when he said he could make the NHL in like oh, six yeah, months. They were so people were so mad. Yeah, and then he said, "What did he say? Didn't he say like Eli Manning's overrated?" Ah, uh, he said a bunch of guys were trash. He said, "John." He said Josh Allen was shit. He said Josh Allen sucked. He said. Big Ben sucked. He said a couple other things. Yeah. So, like, but he's the best. He's the best corner in the NFL. Yeah, he can say that. Eli Apple. I don't even know if he's top hundred. No, I don't. I don't even know if he's top hundred on his own team. I'm not saying something because there's only like <laughs> six corners. Yeah, I don't know that guy. Like, ugh, I don't know what he's thinking. But of course, like Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, we were expecting a big Cooper Cup performance, and he, he certainly didn't. Especially on the last drive, I mean, it was pretty much all him. After OBJ went down, that's all they had left. Yeah. But, like, the big thing is – I sent you that picture today on the last play. If Burrow didn't get sacked, he would have yeah. hit Chase for a game when he touched. Well, maybe not because I think there still would have been a minute left or so. But it would have been it would have been good. I mean, yeah, are you – are you Because they would have went up four, I think, because the final score was, what, 23-20? Yeah. So, yeah, the, they wouldn't need a touchdown. Well, assuming McPherson makes the extra point, they wouldn't need a touchdown. Because Ramsey was on his Ramsey was on, on his Ramsey ass again. Ramsey fell. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what was. He didn't I, I've never. Best. I haven't seen the video of what happened. I don't know if there ever was a I don't think there, I don't think there is a full camera angle of that. But, I mean, it, it, it does go to say, like, if you're open, if you're open but, your Q, but your QB's on his ass, you're truly open. You well, know what I mean? But I don't know if any O-line would have blocked Aaron Donald on that play. No. I mean, it's sad because – they didn't really have a lot of time. I mean, it was like two no. seconds and Burrow was getting chased. Well, the O-line played good in the first half, but the second half, they really they – I don't know if they were just exhausted, but like – They probably just got worn down. I mean, the Rams didn't really – the Rams didn't really blitz. They were just rushing for all game. It started to – they were sticking to that game plan that started to pay off later on. But Aaron Donald might retire now. He's going to the Hall of Fame if he retires. I don't think that's any question. Oh, yeah. He's in the running for one – for – He's in the running. He's arguably the best defensive tackle to ever play. Yeah, um, I don't know if he he all everyone around him saying like don't really listen to it, and it might just be kind of a um, just like a media thing because yeah. people people love retirement speculation. But hey, you never know. People, if look at Calvin Johnson, he didn't tell any. I think the only people he told was his family. Andrew Luck didn't tell anyone. He was it, it, didn't it was he retire during a preseason game. He retired during a preseason game. He uh, he was like not dressed at the preseason game. He decided at that preseason game, and then. It hit the media like before the game was over. And he yeah, was, and they were booing. They him. were booing him. I mean, I, I, they, I, I guarantee all the fans that regret booing him. But I mean, heat of the moment, you decide your franchise QB decides to retire like twenty eighth. I mean, you're not gonna. Well, the thing I'm just curious, like, if the Bengals don't fix this offensive line, like, you just don't know if Joe Burrow could end up in a similar situation to Andrew Luck. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, when you look at quarterbacks like Mahomes. Allen, Rodgers, those guys, even with the battle line, can still – they can be elusive. Yeah, that's not really – Burrow's not a very elusive guy. Yeah, he's he's quick, and he's not like the he's not like the least elusive guy in the league, but he's not like those guys where they can extend plays and run out of the pocket quite to that extent. Yeah. Um, the good news for the Bengals is that O-line is really their only focus going into this year, as long as yeah. they re-sign all the guys, which they should. I mean, I get it. Everyone is obviously, like, pumped that Chase is there and arguably had the best receiving – season in rookie history but you just never know with receivers like three years from now we could be sitting here saying should they have picked Penny Sewell like I get it that this year was yeah I mean it's still it's still valid I mean there's definitely no regrets on the Bengals side no I and they shouldn't like he but, but I mean now you've made it to the Super Bowl with that trash offensive line if you can keep everyone together and build something then who knows what you're gonna get yeah but now I mean what are the Rams going to look like after this offseason? I don't know because apparently Goff and Gurley's contracts are coming off the books. Are they? So apparently they might be able to keep OBJ and Von Miller. I'm not – yeah, I don't think – well, apparently Von Miller also might just go back to Denver. Yeah, so. I've also heard that too. So Von Miller to Denver if he doesn't stay in L.A. is very likely. Um, OBJ I don't think would want to go anywhere else. I, that's his kind of place. It's his like that's he loved he loves playing in L.A. He loved playing in New York. I don't think Cleveland is 
OBJ is the kind of guy that needs to play in a big market. Like Cleveland he is does. just the, the city's not for him. He doesn't. Yeah, I mean, what's what's OBJ going to do on a Saturday night in Cleveland, right? Like go to the local water. Yeah, hill? like I think places OBJ would love playing would be Miami, Tampa, New Orleans, Dallas. Although he hates Dallas. Dallas. Arizona, Vegas. He'd love Vegas. He'd love Vegas probably a little too much, to be honest. Yeah. So, well, Vegas has a bad, Vegas has a bad reputation already. Alvin Kamara beat a guy. Yep. But no, I don't. Uh, no, I don't really like anyone on the Rams other than Odell. But I'm happy that Odell got his ring. That's who I was. Uh, that's who. I, that's that's my guy. I was going for. I don't know. I, I just couldn't stand the fact that Stan Kroenke grabbed. He's the Lombardi. He's a scumbag. Fuck Stan Kroenke. I, I I actually hate that in sports. Like besides the NHL, that. The owner takes the trophy. I don't know. Like it is. I, I think, think the coach, yeah. like the coach, I get, but I don't know the owner. Yeah, it, it it is a little fucking stupid. I mean, the owner. I mean, congrats on having all the money, but you didn't do anything to get there. You, yeah, you're not even making the personnel decisions no, you're unless see, you're unless you're Jerry Jones. Yeah, unless you're Jerry Jones, which Jerry Jones maybe isn't the worst GM ever. Considering he like has no football background and he like got his money from oil, he's not an awful GM. He's drafted some like he d- drafted Dak. He drafted CD. Yeah, well, apparently his son is, is, does all the fucking really does all the drafting. I don't remember. Oh, Stephen Jones. So he's the one that drafted. Like, uh, is he the guy that's going to take over once Jerry goes? Probably. I remember because Jerry really wanted to take Johnny Football, and then uh, <laughs> Stephen's like, "No, we're taking Zach Martin," and that seemed to work. Well, out for that him. definitely worked. Martin's <laughs> arguably one of the best guards to ever play. Oh yeah. But uh, one thing I want to get into is with the Bengals is like I know it feels everyone's saying like they got a bright future, but like. I don't think a lot of people understand how hard it is to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it was it it they did sort of make it look a little too easy. We've seen a lot better teams not come close to that. Yeah. Um but you they're like it's the AFC. I don't know if I've ever seen a like a single conference be this strong. Yeah. To, compared to what the AFC will be over the next 5 years minimum. Yeah, the AFC the talent in, the talent at the top of the AFC blows the NFC out of the water well, right now. Cuz you look at the quarterbacks you're gonna to have to face at least three of these quarterbacks, unless you're the one seed in the playoffs. Lamar, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, if he comes along, it like he's supposed to, and becomes the generational talent he's supposed to be. Mahomes, Allen, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert when he gets there. Herbert, maybe Aaron Rodgers if he goes to Denver, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, Derek Carr is still decent. He's good enough. And then the other quarterbacks in the AFCs, if Zach Wilson ever becomes. Yeah. Zach Wilson, two eyed. I really don't have a lot of faith in two eyed. No, I don't think he's that great. Mac Jones, I mean, I sure. But the AFC is going to be tough. And I just think, I don't know if the Bengals, you know, look at Dan Reno. He made the Super Bowl in the second year and never, never made it back. back. Yeah. Or like even Rodgers and Breeze, they went once. Yeah. No, it's uh, people don't really people don't really realize how many of these of these great Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Philip Rivers never played. I don't think never, he ever never did. Played he ever play in a championship? Yeah, I he know. Played, he played in one, and one, they lost to the Pats. The yeah, other, he, tore, the, he was playing with a torn ACL. In that yeah, game. no, people don't people don't realize how how hard it is to to get back. Um, I I mean, we don't know if Joe Burrow will ever make it back. I'm not I'm not doubting the guy. I mean, he's got some special he's got some special stuff, but. Um, you really have you, you don't know until you until you know. I mean, what's that defense going to look like in five years? Is are they are they going to fix the O line? Can they keep all their rep weapons? I mean, who knows? Yeah, but yeah, great Super Bowl. I mean, great season for the Bengals. I hope they can build on it. Yep. Um, I'm hearing the big matchup that's going to be to open the season right now. The Thursday night kickoff is going to be Bills and Rams. Bills and Rams. That that's what they said. It looks like the. Because you know how it usually is. It's never a divisional match, but it's always like the best. It's always a, it's never a divisional match unless they randomly decide to do Cowboys Giants because they yeah. do that, they do that every couple of years for some reason. It's whoever it's Super Bowl winner at home against whoever their best home opponent is usually. Because I think it was the Bucks played the Cowboys this year, which is uh, probably their well. I mean, the Cowboys are just a cash grab for the league, so yeah, that's free money right there. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, NFL, yeah. Hmm. NFL, NFL offseason is going to be great. Get into a little bit of the draft. I'm seeing the name rise on a ton of draft boards. I cannot figure out how to say this guy's name for the life of me. The, t- the tackle that plays at NC State. Awangu? Yeah. I, I haven't seen Anong- this guy. Anong-u he's past Neil now. He's, yeah. No, he's. I, I said that a couple weeks ago. It looks like the, the Giants are leaning towards him. I mean, I think they're going to – I've seen a lot of people saying the Jags really want to take they him. They want to take him at one. Well, I mean – 
Yeah, it, I mean, this draft is so wide open at the top. I know we've said this a couple times. Um, but there, it really will come down to are there going to be any It's going to come down to Shad Khan. Yeah, it's going to come down to Shad Khan. And then and after Trent that. bulky, so I expect them to. To go off the board. I, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't really get it. Yeah, they. that's the worst combo in NFL history, in my opinion. Yeah, and then the rest of it's just going to come down to positional need and who scouts like who. I mean, you could see uh, Kyle Hamilton go top three. You could see. Um, you see Thibodeau slip to the. Out of the top five, like well, that's what I'm, that's what I was actually about to get to is that if the Giants see Thibodeau at five, it doesn't matter how many offensive linemen they need, they're going to take him. Yeah, I feel like, Hutchinson might drop too. Like they, no one knows. Yeah, I feel like the Giants. Well, probably the guy I can see going to the Giants would be Charles Cross from uh, Mississippi State, or if Evan Neal falls far enough. Yeah, I mean they got they've got one tackle set. Andrew Thomas had a really good sophomore is year. Solder still playing. Solder, they're going to cut him. If I, I think is he, he has just a shell of himself. He was asked the whole time. I I don't even under, I'm I'm not understanding that. Concept. I don't ever remember him being that good in New England. Though. He was like slightly above average, but they made him like a top five left tackle in the league with what they paid him. Yeah. But no, I um, where was I? Oh yeah, the the Giants might go. Uh, the Giants can go anywhere. They they have one left tackle or right tackle if they want to put him there, and like someone else at left for the next however many years. Yeah. So they really just got to focus on guard and the other tackle spot. So they probably don't need to spend both on two old linemen, but they probably would have last year if that was the case. Yeah. Who do you think is the first quarterback off the board? Um, Willis, Corral, or Pickett? Um, apparently people are highest on Pickett. Um, well, who's – because I think Washington has the highest pick that it looks like their team to take a quarterback. Yeah, because Jags aren't going to take one. Uh, Detroit's not going to – Detroit, they, the, they got another. The year. Talent, they got another year of tanking before they before they take and a like, QB. They don't like Jared Goff is good for the phase they're in right now. Yeah. They don't need. They're gonna wait. They're gonna wait a year and tank for Bryce Young or any of the other quarterbacks out of the next. Yeah, year like Jared Goff is fine for now. Obviously, you're not gonna win a ton with him, but you know, I mean, what can you do? Yeah, exactly. Let's check who's picking three. I always forget. Ugh. Think it's is it the Jets? Uh, might be. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Did you pull it up yet? No, it's being slow. Um, Jacksonville, Detroit, it's Houston. Houston, I think no, they're. I think they like Davis Mills. They like Davis Mills enough not to take a Kenny Pickett or Matt Carroll at three. I think Houston, as long as they have two opportunities, probably going to take Kyle Hamilton. He's the best defensive player in the yeah. class. So. Uh, anything that can help that defense right now, it's not great. Jets, I see the Jets picking Thibodeau. Jets, Jets could take Thibodeau. The Jets, they're not going to pick another quarterback. No, they're not going to pick another quarterback. They, they are arguably could say their D line's best part of their team, but Thibodeau might be that good. Hodgson might be that good. Well, here I see, I at six, I see the first team that I could see picking a quarterback, and that's Carolina. But I think, I think they're going to give Darnold one more shot. They might. So they've picked up Darnold's option. Yeah, I don't know if they should, but I, I think they will. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I was really high on Sam Darnold when he got picked, but I thought he should have went one over Baker. I mean, you can't. He's not even that much worse than Baker right now, honestly. No, he really. That's the thing. He really isn't. Um, Denver's picking at nine. I, I mean, if Denver gets Rodgers, I'm sure they're not picking a QB. Yeah, because free agency's before the draft. They'll know because they'll know if he. They'll know what's going on with Rodgers within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, because either he stays, he asks for a trade, or he leaves. But I, I think the one team that like is gonna pick a quarterback, like I don't think there's any doubt, is Washington. And they they could even trade up if they feel like Carolina wants someone. They could trade up with the Gi- They could trade up with the Giants, who are at five, to leapfrog in front of Carolina. Yeah. Take the QB they want. The Giants would slide down to, what, eight? So they still have two picks in a row. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, there's the three guys that people think, Corral, Pickett, and Willis, are the three guys everyone thinks will go round one. Yeah. And then you have a couple second-round quarterbacks like Sam Howell. Yeah. So. No, it'll be interesting to see. I'm actually really excited for the draft because it's really going to be – It's going to be wide open. Like, it's not like some drafts where you know the first three picks before, like, three months in advance. You know what I mean? Yeah. We really don't know how this one's going to shake yeah. out. But free agency start, starts soon, so we start getting an idea. Yeah. Um, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, talking about him, apparently the Packers are willing to go all in to bring him back next year. They want to make him highest paid in the league, right? He's a free agent, right? Yeah. Okay, I keep hearing that he's like – Or no, he's no, he's not. He's got, well, he's got one more – he's got 
I think one or one more year, but he can, they can just restructure him to make his, to make him a highest paid if they want to. Hmm. Um, so that, or he can ask for, he can ask for the trade or he can just retire, but you think Jordan uh, Love sits for another year or do you think they actually trade him? Um, I don't know. It depends on how many years Rogers buys in for I mean, if you're only getting a one year guarantee, you sit him. If you know you're getting two out of Rogers, you might as well just trade Jordan Love. I don't really, he hasn't looked great. So I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what you can get for him. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, Rogers didn't look good in a couple spot starts before Favre was gone. So that's not to say he won't be good one well, day. Well, I think if we're going to trade Love, this would be the perfect time with kind of a spotty QB draft class. Yeah. It's hard to say because what are there? There's only really like, what, five teams, maybe even five teams that are not like, don't have an answer for QB next year? Well, I thought like rattle off my head would be, well, potentially Indy. Which we'll get into Indy in a bit. Washington, Carolina. Washington, Carolina. Um, let me pull it up on my phone. Like, because I had written most of this down. Because the, the Jets and the Jags drafted QBs last year, and they're back in. Yeah, I mean, again. Philly. Oh, oh. Philly should be. Philly should. Philly should look to upgrade because the rest of the roster. I don't know what's win. going on with Cousins. If Mi- Cousins is staying. Minnesota. Oh, we forgot Pittsburgh too. Yeah, uh, Tampa. Yep. Kind of forgot about Tampa. Tampa's going to be needing a quarterback. Uh, I think Jameis will be the starter in New Orleans next year. I don't yeah, think. they're going to give him another shot. They were um, winning football games with him. Seattle, if Russ is gone. I think Russ is, I think Russ is staying unless he asks for a way out. They don't want to trade uh, him. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Since they don't have Captain mm-hmm. Fat Fuck. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's really it. Uh, I'm Denver. Mm-hmm. So, there's not a ton. But, like, ugh, I wonder what the return would be for Rodgers. I think you're only getting like Peyton Manning. Well, Peyton Manning's a free agent, but how many years did Denver get out of them? Almost five. The 2012 to 2016. Yeah, so four or five years. Which so is you, that you're. I don't think you're getting that much out of Rodgers because I, I don't think Rodgers is the kind of guy that will like play until his body fucking quits on him. I think he's gonna retire whenever he's. Well, just, I think he said that like he wants to retire as still a good athlete. Yeah, like he doesn't want to retire all broken down. He doesn't like, want to be a Farver or a Bree- like remember yeah. Breeze's last game. Breeze's last game was tough. Favre's last year wasn't wasn't so bad. Remember, but remember the Vikings announcer? Oh, this is a kick, a fifty-six yard field goal. <laughs> to be fair, that was a terrible throw by Favre. I don't know what he was doing. The season can't end like that. No, I I don't know, but that's a that's a topic of discussion for yeah. another day. Um, moving on from Rogers is uh, big news. Carson Wentz apparently the Colts are going to trade him or cut him. I don't really like that. That's like 20 mil in dead cap right there. Uh, um, I don't think he was even that bad this year. He, he Well, it's it's Carson Wentz. Some games he looks like he can make every throw in the book, and some games he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing out there. He, he reminds me of watching Josh Allen in his rookie season. That's what he reminds me of watching. No, that's a fair comparison. He doesn't have uh, quite the arm strength. Like when, when, I was at, game, yeah. when I was at the game in Arizona, he was fantastic. He played great. Yep. I just think like I was watching like he had better stats – than some guys this year. He had a higher QBR than Josh Allen. Yeah, he didn't throw a lot of picks. The thing is, when he, when he throws picks, he throws, like, bad. Yeah. Remember when he shovel passed it to that guy? Like, Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like him and Kirk Cousins are really similar in where some days they look like they can make every throw. Some days you just wonder how they got their job in the first place. And yeah. I, I I know that a big part of, like, being the best is, like, being consistent, but, like, they're, it's like it looks like they're just lost out there sometimes. But if you're the Colts, like, who is better? Like, who is better that you're going to get in terms of free agency or drafting? Free agent quarterbacks, you got, well, Jimmy G's trade, so you're going to have to give up something to get him. Bridgewater's a free agent. I don't know, Fitzpatrick. Like, there's you're yeah. really going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel, and I think Carson Wentz is better than – That's that, Yeah, that's why that, – It just doesn't make it – even if you don't like him, well, you can just hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is they're gonna they're gonna ride Taylor even more next year. Pray he doesn't get an injury and see where it goes from there. Pray so. to God they don't run him to the ground like the Titans did with Chris Johnson. Yo, oh yeah. Well, I mean, f- fucker, the Titans gonna do that with Derrick Henry. We're about to. Find uh, Derrick out. Henry's a little too like phys- You know what I mean? I know what you. I know what you mean, but I mean like two two in a row seasons of like three hundred carries and then that one yeah. and then he gets an injury. So it, yeah, I mean maybe it'll start to pile up after. He only got hurt this season. It, 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 with running backs, it all just snowballs. Same thing happened with same Saquon. thing happened with Saquon. yeah. I was about to say same thing happened Saquon, with Saquon McCaffrey. Yep. I'm talking about Chris Johnson. Yep. He was the best back in the league, and then it kind of yep. David Johnson. It all just uh, you'll 
have a couple healthy years, you'll have one injury, and then they'll just start piling yeah. up. But the Colts, like, I don't, I don't think it's a good move. Like, they've had a complete revolving door ever since Luck retired. They had Brissett. Brissett, who's, and like, then, replacement level. And then they had Rivers for a year. <laughs> and then Wentz. And, like, I think you give Wentz one more year. I yeah I I'd, I'd keep I wouldn't go out and declare to cut or trade Carson Wentz. I I'd survey your options. What are you going to get him to trade for? Nothing. There's no one that even wants to trade for Carson Wentz uh, right now. I can guarantee you. I, I I couldn't see any team being like, yes, he's going to be our starting quarterback next year. Um, I mean, maybe he goes to maybe like, Tampa. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, I I but. From the, Colts pers- from the Colts' perspective, it's are you going to get somebody that's better? Maybe. but I, I, Unless you get Aaron Rodgers. Unless they are the ones that land Aaron Rodgers, I don't see and they might. them getting a better QB out in the market. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. That's just our opinion. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's your opinion. That's my one take. And then, yeah, the one take. And then, of course, the big NFL drama, Kyler Murray with this whole fiasco with the Cardinals. Yeah, so I guess what happened is, so what all the conspiracy theorists are saying is that apparently, like, the organization is, like, going to the media and saying shit about Kyler because they don't think he's mature. Like, they don't think he's mature and they don't think he's a good leader. Yeah. And then he kind of got wind of that, and then so he scrubbed all the Cardinals shit off his page. Yeah, I mean, there's been, like, huge reports coming out. Like, one report was, like, apparently at halftime he FaceTimes his fucking girlfriend. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I, am, I mean, I don't know what's normal or not in an NFL locker room. I've never. No, been of course. Yeah. Like, like, is is that a regular thing? Is that do what do people do at halftime? I, I'm assuming they're not like, I'm assuming they're not sitting around waiting for a Friday night light speech in the middle of, in no. the middle of every game. So I. But I'm sure, like you know, especially when you're the quarterback, you know, Cliff might be trying to talk to him, or he's working with the QBs coach. I'm sure he's not. I, I don't know, like. What is he just like? Fuck off! I'm going to call my girlfriend. Like, yeah. And halftime in the NFL, like, by the time you get into the locker room, two minutes have gone, and you got to be out there three minutes before kickoff. You're only in the locker room for maybe ten minutes. Yeah. No. Um. I. I. Yeah. It's just sort of weird, and that's something that would come from the organization, like yeah. purposely. That that doesn't. That stuff doesn't get thrown around in rooms. Like, that's someone from the organization going to the media. And they, I don't like know. The Cardinals have been a pretty shitty run organization ever since they got there. So. Yeah. I mean, they've lucked into. Who even? I don't even know who owns the Cardinals, personally. I mean, neither. Yeah, I think they're a family-owned company. Probably. I think so, but uh, I really don't know. But, yeah, like, I don't. That just seems a bit ridiculous. Like, I feel like someone, I mean, in my opinion, more of the blame goes to Cliff Kingsbury than it does Kyler. I mean, yeah, you gotta have if 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 Kyler's like if Kyler doesn't if Kyler's know Kyler's doing that shit, I yeah. would expect Cliff to tell him to get his head out of his ass. Or if everyone in the organization is pissed off at Kyler's like pouting or Kyler's not being a leader, Cliff should be saying that shit to him. And if he's not, yeah. then that's on him. Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of fucked up. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. All right, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Mailbag. Mailbag. All of your questions. First one comes from our good friend, Kit. Oh. We should have Kit on the pod sometime. Yeah, I don't know what you talk about, but he'd be fun. Kit knows quite a bit of football, actually. True, yeah. Let's just get him on to spit some game about about football. Yeah. Which team in the NFL that didn't make the playoffs could you see being a contender next year? Ooh. My top two would be the Colts and the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens kind of—I don't know. There's a lot of injuries in Baltimore, so it was. They kind of had what the Niners had a year ago, where it was kind of ended up being a write-off year due to injury. Yeah, it just wasn't their year. Um, I'm actually gonna go with. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with the Chargers. I think they'll be. Well, able to... I, I would. The Chargers should have made. Like, yeah, I think they should have made the playoffs, and um, I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to fix that defense up enough, and uh, to at least get them to like. 11 and 6 and make the playoffs. Yeah. You'd think you'd think so. They should they I mean they're one game away. So you think with the Chargers they'll probably play through the wild card. Yeah, well cuz they're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. There's there's just too many good too many good teams in that conference, too many good teams in that division. Um But yeah, they were they were 9 and 8 this year. Uh the Chargers have had a long history of choking ridiculously in regular <laughs> season games. So if Yeah, it, that is true. If, if they can just if they can just cut that out 
Actually, the funniest stat I've ever heard was, I think it was 2009, the Chargers were the number one ranked offense, the number one ranked defense, the 32nd ranked special teams, and missed the playoffs, all because their special teams were so bad. That's horrible. <laughs> but, like, who would be, like, your like team you think can make the playoffs? That was, like, dog shit this year. Oh. Um, like, you're talking, like, an actual, like, bad team. You know what? Um... Like, for me, obviously, if the Broncos get Rodgers, then obviously Denver. Yeah. But, like, in their current state, I really wouldn't be shocked. Like, honestly, maybe – well, I'd say the Vikings. The Vikings, yeah. I mean, what were they? They were – They're a core – like, they have one of the best – So they, they arguably have the best receiving core in the NFL. Yeah. You got Thielen, Thielen Jefferson. Jeff, if, can you mention they still have Diggs? Yeah, exactly. That would be crazy. That would be insane. But no, uh, yeah, the Vikings weren't that. The Vikings could easily make a playoff push. The NFC is going to be wide open again. Um, I'm just trying to. If, if there's <coughs> any team that was like terrible, I'd say the Seahawks, just because Russ might be able to turn it around. Russ might be able to turn around. Um, yeah, there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of dog shit teams where you can say, okay, there's the answer for next year. Unless Darnold turns into the pick we all expect him to be. Yep. Expected him to be sure. I could see the Panthers really making a push. Yeah, but I don't fucking expect that to happen. So no. And as far as as dog shit teams, I don't think they'd make the playoffs or like be contenders by any stretch. But I think the Detroit Lions will take a big step. I, I think they'll win like six games. Yeah, I, I think they'll be around five hundred. I think that's a, they got decent personnel. They'll one have good hot take. One take hot take. The Detroit Lions will finish near five hundred next year. I guess you can't finish five hundred in the NFL anymore with no. the extra game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna predict right now they'll be eight and nine. Because they that was a scumbag money move by the NFL. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Now we gotta change all the records. Yeah. Um second one <laughs> is coming in from our good friend Colt. Oh yeah. Barrow, who is the one NHL player you think you could take in a fight? Hmm. Who's the guy that couldn't do a pull up? Sam Bennett. <laughs> Although he does fight. He does so. fight now. Though. Yeah, yeah uh, so not him. Uh, uh, didn't Middlestead – could Middlestead not be one? Uh, I'm going to go with Nathan Gerby. He's like 5'6". Yeah, that's true. He's like 5'6", 140. If it's anyone, it's him. What about Caulfield? Caulfield, yeah. Caulfield kind of seems like a bitch low-key. Maybe him too. And he's around my age. You know, I'm changing my answer. I think I could take Cole Caulfield in the fight. Nice. This one comes from our good friend Spen Schmidt. Oh. Can the boys name the four most overrated players in each league? Does he mean okay? I'll do the I think most he, overrated player from each. Does he mean the most? Overrated? I think he means four from each. Fuck, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'll do. I'll do. We'll do the most overrated player from each league. From the MLB, I'd probably say. You know, I I'd probably have to go with Bryce Harper. Yeah, I don't really. No, Judge. In my Judge for me. I think Harper and Judge are both somewhat properly rated. Uh, for me personally, it might be a bit of a hot take, but I'm going Salvador Perez. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, a, yeah, he did hit a lot of bombs, but he's one of the worst defensive catchers in the NBA. He was MLB good. At this he point. was good. He's like the last player on that team from the Royals World. I think he is the yeah, only player he's left. Only, he's the only guy left. But no, his his defense, his defense, uh, his his defense is way worse than he used to be. He's the worst framer in the league. Strikes out a ton. It's a lot of bombs, but that's about all he'll give you. So Salvador Perez for me. Um, NBA, I don't like. I personally, I don't listen. I don't watch NBA, so I can't really comment on it. Um, NBA, I'm gonna go Damian Lillard. Uh, people are saying like he's a lock for first about Hall of Fame. I don't think he's there. He's always had good teams. He's always had good enough teams around him. Never like any great teams, but uh, it's not like he's dragging them to the playoffs every year. Yeah, NHL. Oh, I'll let you go first. I gotta think about that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think right now. Um, I'm trying to think. Who I see just a ton on, like, for example, Sports Center, the NHL Instagram page. I mean, I feel like it's got to be a Leafs player somehow. Um, yeah, it's very that's very possible. Um, Z, it's probably gonna be Zegers in like two years, but for now, people know he's yeah. a rookie. Yeah, I mean, Zegers is making shockwaves to the NHL. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. I'm really trying to think. I'd probably go with huh. – this is a tough one. This is tougher than I thought it was going to be to pick. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to go up with a good one from our good friend Ev. I'm going to go with Brady Kachuk. Brady Kachuk is a great one, and I was thinking about him or someone similar. Um, hmm. 
Uh, Tyler Sagan at this point in his career. <laughs> Sagan. Yeah, he doesn't really. He's he's still decent offensively, but he's not what he used to be. No, and he's just. I mean, Sagan's a fucking hilarious <clears throat> dude, though. Oh yeah, he just slays. Yeah. Um. Will the boys ever dive into politics on the pod? Only if it ever gets involved in sports, and even then, maybe. Yeah. Um. Uh, other than the one time we talked about the truckers, uh, um, I don't. I don't really. That's not what we're all about. I don't yeah. think. Um. What do you predict will be the next sport to be added to the Winter Olympics? Uh, Underwater basket weaving. I have I, – I just – I don't know. I don't watch the Olympics. So, I, can, I know Canada got knocked out today in hockey. Actually, are the women playing right now? No, uh, they'll play in a bit. Um, fucking the U.S. lost to Slovakia. Yeah, in a shootout. Big upset there for the Slovaks. Yep, so Slovaks and the Swedes are through, and the North Americans have gone home. Yeah, I think the final four for men's hockey is Russia, Slovakia – Sweden and Finland. I, I don't. So. I don't know the actual matchups. I just know those are the final four. But yeah, thank you everyone for sending in your questions. Oh, we forgot JP's. Oh yeah, because he. JP, learn how to ask ask questions properly. Don't don't swipe up. Use the text box. Come on. How will Tyler fully adjust from playing on the worst team in the NHL to a division leading? Team? Fuck you. Both <laughs> uh, pretty good so far. He had a nice goal in his first game. Uh, I'm assuming we're gonna get into into that a bit, in a bit. Yeah, that was actually our next uh, topic. Uh, you want to just go right into it? Yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the trade? I personally like it. I I feel like it was a fair trade for both. I feel like it was a fair trade for both teams. I mean, usually when you have half the people saying it's a fleece for one side and half the people saying it's a fleece for another, um, it's it's good. I mean, a lot. I guess a lot of people were thinking he's a rental, but he's got two and a half more years. Yeah, he he signed a four year deal in Montreal, so so he's got two and a half more years at four mil at four million, which is a very fair price for I think what he brings. Good offensively, good defensively. I think he had thirty two goals last year, which was. Yeah, he would have crushed his career high last year if it wasn't a shortened season. No, exactly. He's he's a very he's a very good player. You can play him up and down the lineup. Like right now, he started off on the third line, but um, that's just because the first two lines of the Flames have both been rolling. And the third line, he gets to play with Monahan, who he played with in junior. I think it's I think it's a great fit. Now they have a whole bunch of they still have all the prospects that they are willing to trade a few of them. So. They can go out. I mean, giving up a first round pick for a player like that is perfectly reasonable when you get him for another two and a half years. Yeah, it's a first. It's a first rounder and like a B to C level prospect. I don't think Heineman's going to be anything great. In the league. They project him top nine at best. Yeah, so maybe it'll be like a penalty killing third line center or something like that. But um, the picks top ten. Pre- I believe it's top ten protected. It's top ten protected. I feel like at this point, uh, I don't can, see the flames. Like, you can more or less pencil them in for the playoffs unless some sort of collapse or some sort of injuries happen. Unless uh, they pull an Oilers, they might pull an Oilers. Um, but I'm feeling uh, so it'll probably be a pick this year, low to mid twenties, maybe maybe thirty, maybe thirty two mm-hmm. for if we're feeling good. But uh, um, no, I'm I'm very happy with the trade. I don't really know if there are any Flames fans that aren't. It's Fair deal, and they still have guys they can go after defensive depth. They can go after depth center if they need one, which they might not. Rizuska is playing good. So so I, I just learned this today because I was looking it up. So Montreal technically is not supposed to have the first-round pick this year because it was technically traded to Arizona for Dvorak. Right. But that's top 10 protected, so they have it this year. I don't think there's a condition on it next year. So if Montreal is this bad again, I think they're going to lose that pick. To Arizona? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and for a guy like Christian Dvorak, like especially if they somehow fucking fall their way to get in Bedard. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe there still is a condition on it for next year. You, usually there's not. Yeah. So they might really have fucked themselves out of something, but I, I don't think they'll be this bad again next. I think they're not gonna be good next year, but I don't they're no one will be this bad next year. They're on pace for thirteen fucking wins. Yeah. Um <laughs> The funny stat is that Jacob Markstrom has many shutouts as the Habs have wins. Yeah. So that is uh, going to JP's question. Yeah, it is. It probably is a bit of a culture shock, but he's been on winning teams before. Well, he's got a cup. He's yeah. He's played with played for Sutter. He's played with half the guys in that room Lucic. already. Yeah, Luch, Lucic, Richardson, Lewis. Uh, Lewis Monahan. plays on the fucking. <laughs> Lewis is the fourth line. Is the fourth line. Tanav and Tanav would have played in Vancouver for Tan- his little stint. Yeah, Tanav, Tanav, Markstrom. Um, there's one more. Oh, Monahan and Jr. So he's play he's very familiar, great fit. I'm happy to see uh happy to see a fair fair deal on there. Yeah, another big thing for Montreal is getting the rest of the house cleared out. 
Yeah. Um, so who uh, who's on your list of guys that are like Sherrod is Sherrod is going to get traded. Yeah, like, th- that's inevitable, and they're going to get. I, they're not going to get a great. They're going to get a first round pick. That's first round pick and a B, probably a similar return to Foley, honestly. Yeah. Um, Petrie. I heard for Petrie, it's going to be a, maybe two second round picks. I don't think anyone's going to give up a first for him. No. I think those are the two guys that are for sure going. I don't know. I'd like to see them. Apparently, teams have been calling about Josh Anderson, which I don't know why any team would take that contract. Good for uh, good for the Habs if they're somehow able to get rid of him. Uh, that yeah. was a even though he can play very good hockey, that one was a head scratcher from the start. He's their best player this year, though. Yeah, he, like he's been their most productive player besides Suzuki this year. Uh, Lekkinen will get dealt. That's almost inevitable. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so yeah. Um, Armia's big in the trade talks. So, I mean, it could be a completely different team. I mean, Dvorak, apparently teams have been kicking the tires about Dvorak, too. Jeez. Maybe they can get their first rounder back from Arizona for him. <laughs> I fucking highly doubt Arizona. <laughs> I mean, you know your team's terrible when you are in last place by – let me check how many points they're in last place by. I think I, it's, it's – I have to pull this it? up because, like, it shows you how bad they are when they – let's look at it. Arizona has played 48 games and has 28 points. Montreal's played 48 and has 23 you are five points worse than a team that deliberately tanked. Yeah. Like, that is, like, terrible. Oh, yeah. Looks um, fucking oh. humiliating. Uh, oh, did you see uh, Romanov and Paquette do practi- uh, fight in practice today? Paquette's an idiot. I hope he's – I hope he – no one will trade for him. No, no, he's so bad. He's terrible. I God, I don't care. Fuck Cat. I don't like him. I like Romanov, though. I don't think he'll ever be a great defenseman. I think he'll be more like a Markov. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, he was pretty highly touted. He hasn't really taken the next step in the league, but. Yeah, I mean, also, like, you just never know when you play. What, like, when you play on that bad of a team. Yeah. This is going to be. Yeah, this is the first full year, isn't it? No, he played. Well, I guess like last year he played. So, I mean, it wasn't a full year, though. Um, then of course, big news, Jack Eichel's in the lineup tonight. Oh, I might watch that shit later. It's going to be, it's probably going to be They're playing the abs too. So it's going to be a good game. Yeah. It's unfortunate that Mark Stone had to fake an injury just for that to go through. You think, you think they're actually pulling it? Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm assuming he's actually injured. What do I know though? But is, is he out for the season though? Like, I don't, I don't think they've said, um, let's see. Mark Stone lands on LOTIR. Like, I don't really give a shit if they're doing what Tampa did because yep. technically is in the rules. Mm-hmm. It's just how many times can teams do it until the league finally says, like, okay, this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no information on how long Mike Mark Stone's going to be out. Uh, the minimum is 10 games, 24 days. So yeah. at least about a month. But. Um, well, they're what if he comes back? They're what ten mil over the cap? Yeah, so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to move some assets at the deadline. They're gonna have and like to, some big. Yeah, like they're probably gonna have to move. You're gonna dump a guy like Riley Smith for almost nothing. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a choice. So it's all up to whatever they can. It, uh, where are you gonna send them? I don't like, know. Ari- the, who has cap space? Arizona? Like that's it. Yeah, and you think like you think Arizona is even gonna want to play? Like, like, they're gonna have to attach. Like you'd have to, you're gonna have to give up like your first round. Like yeah. it'd be like something we've never seen in the NHL. Actually, you know who's set up to take on a lot of money is Seattle. So we might see Smith and a F- Smith and a first for like whoever Seattle has that's got a cheap contract. I don't know. I don't really like the way Vegas runs their organization. It, it's a lot like the Rams. Yeah, it's kind of scummy. You're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. You you had a bad couple months. See a flurry kick to the curb. Yeah, well that was terrible. Oh, yeah. I felt bad for Flurry, but yeah, let's see how Vegas is. I mean, they might. Yeah. Flurry's going to be on the move, too. This, this, this trade well, that's, like. that's probably for the best. Yeah, I mean, he's wasting he's wasting his time in Chicago. Get him on a contender. Yeah. But I'm really excited for the playoffs here. We're going to have a lot of really good matchups. Because right now the playoffs lineup is the central matchup is Minnesota-St. Louis. That'll be good. Um, the Pacific is Vegas-Edmonton. And then the wild cards, so it would be Calgary versus Nashville and Colorado versus L.A. Nope. A ton can change. And then the East, it would be oh, – fuck, we, didn't, we should talk about this. How about the Pens, the top team in the East? They're playing great hockey. They were playing great hockey the whole time, and no one, no one really 
talked about it too much is they were getting it done with a bunch of no names. You know, literally, like no one. And now they got Crosby, Malk, and Latang back. Um, and Jari. I mean, it's going to come down to how Jari plays in the playoffs. It usually will. I mean, I don't know if after watching last year, he's the number one guy you'd want. But if he can keep a great season going, I don't know, maybe he's changed things around since last year. But I think these East matchups, like I don't see a bad matchup in here. You'd have Pittsburgh, Boston. Yep. Tampa, Washington. Oh. Florida, Toronto. Oh. How, okay. That is like the ultimate, like, I guess you'd say like loser, like, like that's like the two teams that are the worst in the playoffs facing each other. Yeah. I mean, those are the, those are the two teams that have, they like, got to have the, uh, I mean, the longest playoff since 96. And Toronto, Toronto has since before, I think. Yeah. I mean, if there's a year for Toronto to do it, it's probably against the one team that's. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Florida's playing amazing hockey. They played amazing hockey in the playoffs last year, lost to the Bolts in six. I mean, Bob's finally got his form back. Yep. I mean, yeah, he obviously wasn't. He was obviously going to have some sort of a bounce back or to at least be able to start him. Uh, I mean, maybe he finally got the, the flame lit underneath him. I mean, Spencer Knight got sent down because he wasn't playing very good. But <coughs> No, and they should have uh, they, sh- they should have sent him down a bit earlier, in my opinion. Um, he just he needs to play. Get him, get him games in the AHL. Um, he's still only 20, 21. So. I mean, that's what Tampa did with Vasilevsky, but when Vasilevsky came up, he was the starter. Yeah, because uh, he came up at 20. I think Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky came over at 20, and he was the starter. They traded Bishop, and he came yeah, right in. Yeah, they traded Bishop after a year of, like, the two being together, and then it was just, you're, you're a guy all the way. Yeah, I don't know. It's worked out pretty well. And then the last one is Tony D versus his former team. Oh, that'll be a good matchup. I don't really particularly like either of those teams, so I probably wouldn't yeah. watch it. But. but, I mean, the East is pretty much locked in. Like, Detroit's eight points back for the final wild card spot with three three games more. So, call it. Yeah. So, we pretty much know that the East East playoff teams at this point. Unless, yeah. I mean, you never know. Someone can make a run. We've seen uh, – so we're only at the halfway point. Yeah. Which, I mean, look at the – I mean, the Islanders completely fucking fell apart. Yeah, I mean, this whole season, this is kind of like how you said, like, uh, with the Ravens, like, nothing went their way. It's kind of a wash. The same thing with the Islanders. They got hit worse with COVID. They, oh, didn't, yeah. they didn't have an arena. They. Uh, oh, we need to talk about the Yotes new arena. Fuck, I didn't oh even write that down. That's embarrassing, man. Bettman needs to fucking take his losses and send that team somewhere, anywhere else. 5,000 is I, a joke. I'm going to the Habs game down there. I genuinely want to be like, I watched an NHL game in an arena with 5,000 people. Like, it's – there's arenas in the MJ that look bigger than that shit. Like, come on. Well, I know that because they're not going to go downtown where the Suns play. There is a arena on the old on the Arizona State Fairground, but it's from, like, 1963. So they'd have to gut it. Yeah, pretty much. I think it could seat maybe like 10,000. I don't even know if it could seat much more than what the arena at ASU is going to sit. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's not going to let them go. That was Batman's that was Batman's experiment and he's going to live and die with it. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think until Batman resigns, that team's going to stay in Arizona unless the owner moves them. Well, the thing about the owner is the only reason why the owner owns that team is so he can legally own sports betting places really? in Arizona. It's the only way you can do it is if you own a sports is if you own a sports I team. didn't know that. <laughs> so yeah, that's why that's the only reason why their owner owns it. Um although the NHL basically owns it with the amount of funds they they send into that fucking team every year. It's just stupid. The only way that this franchise is getting saved is if Matthew signs there. So Yeah, I mean or if they somehow build a contender. I, I don't think they can. I I mean, I, I guess, like, all things being equal, I mean, every team has the opportunity to spend to the cap. Every team has the opportunity to draft good players. But um, I don't know. It's just so inept at every level with that organization. It's hard to see what will Yeah, they're, they're the Browns. They are the Browns. Um, and then to uh, probably wrap things up, we'll just get into a little bit of MLB. So there is a little bit of progress in the lockout. Nothing's obviously been reached, but two things were agreed upon that the owners agreed upon after – much hesitation apparently was that the MLB will institute a draft lottery yep upon the players request to not prevent tanking but help limit it yeah help limit it and a universal DH will be implemented 
both of those are like 20 years overdue. I, I, I was saying this, like, I, I'm going to kind of miss there not being a universal DH just because it was like, it, it kind of reminds me, remember how home field advantage used to be determined by the all star? Like, we're going to look back in like five to 10 years and be like, that was ridiculous. Like, I, it is cool. I mean, the with the no pitcher in the NL, it does open you up to like some more strategy. It's yeah, with, you have you have double switches. You have guy. You have guys that are. Uh, you have you can do more platoons. You can do stuff like that. But it's um, it's a wasted at bat. It's a wasted at bat. You're unless you have bum yeah. cargo. It's a wasted at bat. You're wasting pitchers' health, um, shoving them up there to bat when most of them couldn't hit it with a tennis racket. Yeah. Um, it was just long overdue, and I'm honestly – well, I'm not surprised it took them this long because the MLB is a bunch of dinosaurs, but I'm surprised it took the PA this long to push for it. I Yeah. There, there was no reason for it. I mean, no one – it's cool when a pitcher hits one like once in every little bit, but that's why I think Bartolo Colon hit that home run set baseball back about five years. Yeah, because <laughs> that probably went – that's probably one of the most viral clips for the MLB that season. Oh, yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, pitcher's hitting. It's so cool when they hit it out. Like, oh, yeah. Watch the game. See how often they hit it out. They don't. <laughs> well, I think it's like maybe three pitchers hit a bomb a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's 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 in the single digits. Like it, it's just stupid. Yeah. And half of them are from the same couple guys. Baumgartner. Baumgartner, Lorenzen. Uh, Kershaw used to hit a few, but he's kind of washed up now. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, I just think in the MLB, like, when we look back in five years, we're going to be like, that's ridiculous how, like, You'd never see that in the other sport that one conference would have a rule and the other doesn't. And the other doesn't. Like, I couldn't even imagine in the NHL, like, if one – if the Western Conference played with, like, with no offsides. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It would just, like – And then and then when they played against each other, it just mattered about who played at home. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, stupid like, as hell. Yeah, it's kind of cool, though. It but, is. Well, I mean, that his whole thing is, like, it's not a conference. It's his own league, blah, blah, blah. But it's not really its own league anymore. It used to be, though. Yeah. Before – it was the turn of the century is when they switched. Because the there used to be no interleague. And then there was, you played one interleague series a year yeah. against your state or city rival or whatever. And then when the Astros moved to the AL in 2013 and they made it. They just opened They up made it one. fit. Well, because they made it 15 teams in each conference. Yeah. Or league. So they had to play a lot more interleague. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. It's a pretty good pod this week. What do you think? Uh, I thought we did a good job considering we had no help. Yeah. Everyone ditched us, so yeah, um, we tried our best. We should have called FOD. We should have got yeah. We should have. Oh, a I had a Shamrock Shake today. It was sick. Would you? Was that as good as you remember? I think they fucked. I don't know. It was like super. Like you know how McDonald's milkshakes? It really depends who makes them. Cause you can get them like pretty thick, or they make them like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got a shitty. Shit. Uh, I kind of got a shitty one. It still tastes good. Though. That's tough. Yeah. I haven't had. I'm not a big shamrock shake guy. It just tastes like I'm not a toothpaste guy. So. Oh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next Wednesday.